video calls are an elegant nuisance. There, I said it. Are you surprised why I am making such a harsh statement when the whole world is now going hyper on video? I'll tell you why. Recently, I tried to contact a few of my friends and some sales representatives of a training company for some information. I tried calling on phone. There was no reply. I sent an email. Still, there was no reply. I sent a couple of WhatsApp messages. Still, there was no reply. Even though they were all at home working due to the COVID outbreak, I could not reach them for hours. And it was the same story the next day also. Much later, they returned my calls to explain why they couldn't respond to me. Their answer was, they were all busy on video calls for several hours and it was tiring them out more than working in office. Keep listening to know why. Ever since the global COVID-19 outbreak, millions of employees are working from home. This is easily possible due to the availability of powerful laptops, high-definition webcams, high-speed internet, and the necessary remote access hardware and software to securely connect to their office networks. Remote working has been a boon for countless employees worldwide who don't have to waste time, long hours in traffic, spend money on eating out and so on, if all their work can be done on a computer and doesn't require their physical presence. This is also great for employers to reduce their office space as they don't need a dedicated desk for every employee. While this may seem the only practical way during this crisis, it has also started a new headache caused by constant video calls. Because every laptop has a webcam, speaker and microphone, executives have started using video conferencing recklessly to communicate with each other. This is a big stress generator, as the below points will now explain. Below, before COVID, when people went to offices, the standard methods of communication were through emails, phone calls or chats, or they would have physical meetings at their desk or in a conference room to discuss issues. Video calls within the office between team members of the department was zero or practically unnecessary. Secondly, there were office network bandwidth limitations and hence video was mostly used by some senior management in their cabins or by teams if it was absolutely necessary like cross-country communication. Body language. Now that people are working from home, suddenly video conferencing usage has become exponential as the communication happens via the internet. While being able to communicate via video may seem great, many find it exhausting and irritating but are unable to admit it. This is because being on a video call requires you to be more focused than the other methods of communication like email, phone or chat. With video, you need to constantly worry about your facial expressions screen presence, body language, talk more, shout more, repeat more, listen more and so on. All these can make you mentally tired. For example, you can privately feel irritated or frown when someone asks stupid questions or yaks non-stop on their phone call. But with a video call, you have to control your emotions and pretend to be diplomatic. Everyone will have to worry about how they look and feel and suppress all their natural emotions because you are being watched. When you are on a video call, you know everybody is looking at you. It is as if you are on a drama stage and hence you have to appear perfect like an actor, concerned about the audience. This fake acting can be very stressful. Starting trouble. 
With group video calls, a lot of time is wasted on adjusting audio and video. Participants getting cut off, lighting issues, audio and video voice clarity issues, need for repeating, and so on. Privacy issues. Video calls are also an invasion on your home privacy. Not every employee will have a private soundproof space at home to be engaged in non-stop video calls. For example, if you are engaged in a lengthy video call, sitting in your bedroom or living room, all your family members will be disturbed and also have to be cautious about not disturbing you for hours and hours. Secondly, family members cannot use the room freely when you are on a call. This is not practical every day. Besides, there will be external noise from neighbors, traffic, dogs, visitors, children and so on, over which you will have no control. And if there are late night calls, it will disturb the family members and cause them to lose sleep and get, get stressed. Dressing. For video calls, you also have to be appropriately dressed and not seem in unkempt hair, pajamas and other shabby dress you may normally wear at home. Wasting time. Video calls also waste time. For example, what you can communicate in writing with, within a couple of minutes will easily take 10 to 15 minutes if you have to explain or revert back using video calls. So what is the solution? Why video? If you are a manager, first ask why do you need to see the faces of your team members every day and for every call? Can't you clearly communicate with a plain phone call, email or chat about what you want them to do? Are your team members not aware of their roles and responsibilities? Are they not qualified or mature enough to complete their task if you don't supervise or breed down their neck by using video? Secondly, if you are a talkative manager who doesn't know when and where to stop, nobody will remember what was discussed even if they take notes. Thirdly, since employees are now in home prison due to the lockdown, many taskmaster managers and customers think that their team is always available for office work. To quote from personal experience, I come from a workplace era where we did not have instant email, chat, internet, phone at every desk and so on. And we have successfully implemented multi-million dollar project just by using faxes, slow email, a short weekly phone call, instruction manual, floppies and tapes being couriered to customers and service engineers. My project and business managers used to sit in different countries with time zones of several hours and yet we were able to complete the projects. But I am not asking you to go back to that vintage era. But what I am saying is endless video calls are a plain nuisance and work can be successfully done if you use it sparingly and not make it a regular practice. To summarize the episode, written communication is always far superior than verbal or video communication. As a Chinese proverb says, the palest ink is better than the most retentive memory. With written communication like email or chat, you can pause, think and give an accurate answer and close the issue. But while talking on video, you can't understand or answer everything on the spot or will talk unnecessary things and will have to resort to answers like I will get back to you after the call with an email or call you on the phone. Also watching a video, listening intently and answering back while avoiding background distractions and noise requires more energy and is more stressful than just thinking and answering an email. Does this mean I am against video calls? No, I am not. Video calls can be useful when you are introducing a new team member from somewhere, talking first time to a new customer, attending an interview, seminars, trainings and so on. But if you are familiar with the people you deal with, then avoid video and get to the point with an email, chat or a quick phone call. Save time and fa avoid fatigue both ways. 
Just because you own a hammer doesn't mean you have to keep banging it non-stop. Similarly, just because you have video capabilities doesn't mean that you have to constantly communicate over video at the drop of a hat. Now let us listen to some famous quotes. The biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. George Bernard Shaw If you have nothing to say, say nothing. Mark Twain The wise rest at least as hard as they work. Mokokoma Mokokona Burnout occurs when your body and mind can no longer keep up with the tasks you demand of them. Don't try to force yourself to do the impossible. Delegate time for important tasks, but always make sure to leave time for relaxation and reflection. Del Sug Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode. Thanks again. This episode was brought to you by Self-Improvement International, a digital magazine published by Tejendra Srinivas, who is an author and life skills coach. This magazine is font-optimized for reading on all Android and Apple devices, Kindle Reader or your web browser. This means you don't have to pinch and zoom to read the contents. You can buy this magazine on Amazon Kindle, Apple Books, Kobo, Maxter, Google Play and several other ebook retailers. Please visit www.tejendra.com for more details.